So there are six qualities that you have to have to be a scenic byway. You may have some of them, you may have all of them. The Creole Nature Trail has all six intrinsic qualities. That's why we're designated an all-American road, and that means that it's a destination unto itself. Thanks for joining us here on Louisiana's Playground Podcast, your roadmap to all things Lake Charles, Louisiana. I'm Brady Raynard. And I'm Anna Strider. It's another week here at Louisiana's Playground with Episode 4. Another chance for us to really bring you the authentic stories and experiences here in Southwest Louisiana. And nothing is more Southwest Louisiana than the Creole Nature Trail, our topic today. And today we're speaking with Ann Klinky of Visit Lake Charles. We'll be talking about all things going on down on the Creole Nature Trail, where to stop, what to see, and what to expect when you're making the trek along the All-American Road. And she considers herself the liaison, so to speak, for the Creole Nature Trail. So I think she's the perfect guest. But you know the drill by now. We're going to start the show as we always do with a taste of Southwest Louisiana. Of course, I'm talking on the Eats. Yes, and what better of a place to start than one of our Southwest Louisiana Boudin Trail stops, the B&O Kitchen and Grocery. It's as much a butcher shop as it is a little quick takeout place for a little Cajun tradition, whether it's cracklins or boudin, you know, so it it really is, it fits that convenience store, home-style grocery store aesthetic that is all over Louisiana. And like you said, it It's truly something that is unique to the state of Louisiana. You can't find this anywhere else. And when you walk into B&O, it just comes alive. There are multiple different freezers that surround the area where they serve specialty meats that you can come in. So make sure you bring your cooler when you stop in. You can pick up many different types of sausages. In fact, they have over 13 different types of sausages that they prepare there on site for you to be able to to purchase, including alligator sausage and even alligator wings, which I heard are kind of like alligator tenders. Yeah, think of it kind of like a chicken nugget, chicken strip, chicken tender style, but it's alligator meat, which as we've talked about before, is almost a combination of fish and chicken in terms of taste and texture. So good, so good. And boy, they already come marinated. So honestly, you can just throw them right on the stovetop. And these frozen entrees are the Benoit family's recipe. So you know that they are authentic to Southwest Louisiana and just really wholesome. They have your shrimp and okra gumbo, chicken and sausage gumbo, and just many other entrees that you can purchase right there in the freezer section. Bring home to prepare that night for dinner. This is a three-generation-old business. In, In fact, Jeff, the owner now, Jeff Benoit, was telling us that the spot where the building actually is now used to be their farm. So he's seen the business kind of take off since 1983 and become what it is today, a real uh, Southwest Louisiana staple. The place where you plan to make a stop, you bring your cooler, you stock up and you bring it home and get to get a taste of Southwest Louisiana wherever you go, whether you're here in Southwest Louisiana or just passing through. So it's definitely become a staple with uh, all the Cajun delicacies, as we've mentioned, boudin, alligator, cracklins, what have you. And something else that's really 
cool and unique about this particular business is that they also do deer processing so that you can bring your deer meat in there and they prepare and cut it for you. And annually, they do over 70,000 pounds of deer sausage alone. So that's pretty incredible and unique to this local business. Yeah, he says they debone them. They also get whatever cuts off of it in addition to making the sausage. So a lot of good work that goes into the processing of that deer meat to make some really good deer sausage, which once again, a perfect wintertime delicacy here in the state. Yes. And we talked about bringing the cooler in and to bring home, but it's also a great place to stop right before you head down along the Creole Nature Trail. And that's because they have many different items that are prepared fresh there. They do have a kitchen and their frozen meat section. So in the kitchen, when you walk in, you can get a variety of different classics such as boudin balls, Cajun egg rolls, and cracklins, both the seasoned and salted. They have Cajun Slim Jims, and all of this is just made in-house right there. It's fresh when you walk in and absolutely delicious and something to definitely fill up on before you head down the Creole Nature Trail. In addition, they also do lunch and I guess kind of an early dinner because they are open from six to six. So they have what they call their Cajun paninis uh, that are filled with a variety of meats. They also have sandwiches and burgers and some other good fried food because of course you've got to have some good fried food and that's where we come in to taste this fried food and other foods and let you know just how darn good it was. So today I ordered their Gardedon, which is one of their famous sandwiches on the menu. And boy, is it big. Look, Gardedon means look at this in French. And when you see it, it's definitely a showstopper. It sure was. I had the entire sandwich laid out on the picnic table outside with multiple different napkins necessary to eat it. it the sandwich itself is built with a pulled pork tasso. There's a few different meats that they offer there that you can have on the sandwich. I got it fully dressed, lettuce, tomato, onion, pickle on it. So a true full sandwich and it was absolutely delicious. Meanwhile, I am a sucker for pork chops. Love them to death. And they had a pork chop basket. And so uh, that's an easy yes, please, always for me. And I was so impressed with the batter on the pork chops. The taste reminded me a bit of a Checkers French fry batter, which if you've had Checkers and rallies, you know exactly what I'm telling you. Amazing. So well seasoned. Incredible. The French fries were perfect as well. They were great big pieces of buttered toast. I'm telling you, man, I was in fried food heaven eating that pork chop. A plus pork chops. And I got to try a little bit of the pork chops and he is not lying. They were that heavenly, but we got a full smorgasbord of different items from B&O. Um, we also got the smoked boudin. We got a link of that. And for those of you that don't know, boudin is a mix of different Amounts of pork and liver and rice, onion, parsley. Everybody does it a little bit different, cooks it a little bit different, throws in their own seasonings like salt, red pepper, black pepper, garlic powder, a little bit of all of it. I can tell you before I came to Louisiana, I had never heard of it. And now that I'm here, it is one of my favorite on the road snacks. And because you can cook boudin in so many different ways, they had their fried boudin balls, which the batter on that was just perfectly seasoned. It was a thin batter. I don't like a batter that's too oily or anything to it. It was a perfect bite to it. And then it was a pepper jack cheese filled boudin ball. So when you opened it up, the cheese just oozed out of it. And oh my gosh, I'm drooling thinking about it right now. 
also the Cajun egg roll, which came with uh, pepper jack cheese as well. And that was a lot of cheese kind of come out of that. And it was uh, bacon as well with, yes. it. you know, everyone's favorite. Absolutely. And that's what makes their Cajun egg roll a little bit different is because they have the bacon in there. And like I said, I've been on a boudin egg roll, boudin ball kick, just trying it all over Southwest Louisiana since I moved here. And that is one to try. Obviously a must stop if you're looking for those Cajun delicacies. And the Louisiana atmosphere, I think, is something not to be overlooked. You feel like you're Louisiana the second you walk through the door. And that's something that, as a Louisiana native, means a lot to me. I completely agree with that statement. When you walk in, like we said earlier, it's a it's a small hole-in-the-wall style vibe to it. There's no inside seating. You walk in, you order what you want, and you get on the road, and that's part of what makes it so beautiful. They are known for their custom party trays that you can order up ahead of time. Of course, like we mentioned, their deer processing that they do on site. It's just a really great stop and one that you need to make when you're Checking off your stops along our Southwest Louisiana Boudin Trail, you're heading down to the Creole Nature Trail, or you're just driving through Sulphur. It's just a few minutes off the interstate there on exit 23, or if you're heading down U.S. Route 90, it's a quick turn. So now that we talked about where to eat before you hit the Creole Nature Trail, let's talk with Ann about all there is to do. From a great meal to another great guest, we welcome on Ann Klinky. Ann is the Vice President of Destination Development and Community Engagement here at Visit Lake Charles. She's been with VLC for a decade and in the tourism space for much longer, using that experience now as, uh, I guess you could say, a liaison for the Creole Nature Trail, All-American Road. And, you know, Anna, I don't believe anyone on this planet knows more about the trail and all it offers more than Ann. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Very glad to be here. My favorite topic. We're excited to have you here on today's show with us, and we're going to get started talking a little bit about all of the fun activities that we have here in Southwest Louisiana. We know that there are big city amenities with small town charm, and most importantly, a great outdoor scene that complements it all. So we're going to get started with that. It's all about juxtaposing questions about how do you enjoy Southwest Louisiana. Are you ready? I'm ready. Our first question, crawfish or gumbo? Gumbo. Absolutely. I mean, I'll eat gumbo in the middle of the summer. So, you know, crawfish is seasonal, but gumbo is a lifetime. Poolside or beachside? Beachside for sure. And it's not for me about the sand and the getting a tan and stuff. It's watching the birds and the pelicans flying and picking up the seashells and watching the blue crabs play in the water. I love it for all those reasons as well, especially hearing the sounds of the waves hit the shoreline. It just doesn't get better than that. Concert or comedy show? Concert. Big 80s rock. I would definitely pick that. And comedy, you know, sometimes they're on and really hitting the high notes of things you like about them. And some days they're not. So I'd rather watch that on TV where I can leave if I want to. Fast forward through some parts of it. That's a very wise answer. Well, now that we've gotten to know Anne a little bit better through these juxtaposing questions, we're going to get started with the topic at hand, and that is our Creole Nature Trail All-American Road. So we know that Louisiana's Outback is special to us, but explain to us a little bit about what a scenic byway is in an All-American Road. Absolutely. So scenic byways are the view from the road, right? A scenic byway is something you always travel so there are six qualities that you have to have to be a scenic byway. And you may have some of them, you may have all of them. The Creole Nature Trail 
as all six intrinsic qualities. That's why we're designated an all-American road. There are only 57 in the U.S., and that means that it's a destination unto itself. People come here for the purpose of traveling the Creole Nature Trail, not in addition to. What kind of an impact does a Creole Nature Trail have to Southwest Louisiana? You know, it's it's a little bit of a hard thing to quantify. Obviously, we're talking out in the in the wilds here, pretty much. Um, and as you guys know, Cameron Parish, which is about eighty percent of the Creole Nature Trail, has less than four thousand residents. So, when we have been able to do impact studies, show that we see in excess of three hundred thousand visitors a year. And those visitors are not just from the United States. Not we have at visitors. All from around the world, right? Absolutely. I mean, just this week um, at Creole Nature Trail Adventure Point, we've had visitors from the UK, from France, from multiple different states. So yeah, it's a huge draw internationally. I'm glad you mentioned Adventure Point. That's really the genesis of your start through the Creole Nature Trail, right? Right there on Ruth Street in Sulphur. Absolutely. Exit 20 off of I-10. Creole Nature Trail Adventure Point is really meant to be the trailhead for the Creole Nature Trail. So when you walk in there, not only do you have adventure guides who can tell you anything and everything about the area, but you get to do hands-on experiences. I mean, you get to see what it's actually like to catch a crab or hear the sounds of birds or smell crawfish boiling or play a musical instrument. I mean, it's, it's very tactile and very representative of Southwest Louisiana. And What's really awesome about Adventure Point is that it is a free attraction and that when you go in there, you get to have that hands-on experience and learn a little bit. But there's also a gift store. So if you're about to head on down to the Creole Nature Trail, you can get some souvenirs there that represent Southwest Louisiana. Absolutely. And it doesn't matter if you're, you know, two years old or 92 years old. There's something there that really talks Southwest Louisiana. You're not buying a souvenir that you can buy just anywhere. It's something that really represents the area. I think something that's important to mention is that when you hear trail, oftentimes you think of something that you get down on your feet and you walk, but it's nearly 200 miles of drivable trail, right? It's technically 180 miles if you were to do the whole thing. Uh, Yeah, and that's a very common misconception as long as the Creole Nature Trail has been around since 1979. And yet there are still people locally who think that the Creole Nature Trail is the wetland walkway on Sabine National Wildlife Refuge. And there's multiple stops. You mentioned the walkway there. I know there's the the Lacassine National Wildlife Refuge. There's Pintail, which my wife and I are big fans of. We have a Jeep, so we like to drop the top and roll down the windows and drive around there just to see the alligators, obviously a big hit there. And the wetland walkway, there's a plenty of stops on the CNT. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's it's what you make of it. I mean, you can leave the Creole Nature Trail Adventure Point and travel the trail and never get out of your car if that's what you choose to do. If you want to stop at Blue Goose Trail and take the paved walkway to the edge of Calcasieu Lake and see the oyster reefs, then move on to Wetland Walkway, Holly Beach. You can do all those different stops. But if it's not for you and you just want to see outside your window, that too is an option. So I'm about to head down the Creole Nature Trail and the locals, we kind of know it as having the east side of the trail and the west side of the trail and splitting up our time because the whole 180 miles, that's a long day to be on the trail. So it really is a multi-day activity. 
So the adventure point where the trailhead is, is on the west side. So if I'm starting there, where am I going to next? I would recommend that you first stop in Hackberry at Brown's Grocery. This is your one-stop shop for everything. You can pick up boudin, plate lunches, crab, string, uh, chicken necks, whatever you need, dip nets, licenses. Uh, head there, pick up what you may have forgotten or think, oh my goodness, I sure would like to eat boudin at the beach today. Then head on down to Blue Goose Trail, I think. It's one of the underrated attractions along there because the hackberry trees line the walkway. Therefore, the birds sit in those hackberry trees. And so you're hearing them sing, you're seeing them move. You walk to the edge of Calcasieu Lake, which is massively huge, right? So you're looking across this massive expanse of water and the oyster reefs are right there. Um, from there, I would head down to Wetland Walkway. Um, it's a one and a half mile handicapped accessible walk um, and it makes a loop right over the marsh and right across from the street from there is a weir, which is a water control structure. And that is a great place to crab, uh, to fish, or if you're, if you're not into those things, just talk to the locals who are doing that. I know crabbing and fishing along the Creole Nature Trail is extremely popular. Uh, year round, you can go crabbing down on the Creole Nature Trail? You can go crabbing year round. Now, crabs run better when it's warmer. So when the water is warmer, when the air is warmer, the crabs are going to run better. But you can catch them year-round. They're there. They're just kind of doing a little mini hibernation. <laughs> you have to be a little bit more patient. And my favorite thing about crabbing, you know, it's something that I remember doing when I was five, six years old, uh, you know, through my childhood and even now into an adult. You don't need a bunch of equipment. It's not like going and fishing. You don't need the, the reel and the cast and the line and the bait. You really need, as you mentioned a while ago, a turkey neck, a chicken neck tied to a string, and then typically some way to get them out of the water. Usually a net would be helpful, and that's it. Meanwhile, fishing, what does the Creole Nature Trail offer? That really depends, again, on you. I mean, you can saltwater fish for redfish, speckled trout, flounder. You can freshwater fish for bass and trout. It's really up to you. I mean, one of my favorites is to go down to Holly or Rutherford Beach and surf fish. You know, you can even bring in like ling, which are lemon sharks. You know, people think shark and it's really tasty. You just soak it in buttermilk. We talked a couple of episodes ago about eating gator and now eating shark kind of right in there. If you can catch it, you can probably eat it here in Louisiana. That's absolutely right. And spoil it with some spices or broil it up and it's tasty and it's a gift from the marsh. And speaking of previous episodes, we also talked to Kyle about his experience till hunting on the Creole Nature Trail. Uh, obviously, plenty of opportunities to hunt as well, till being one of those. Absolutely. So uh, I was lucky enough just a couple of weeks to be out on the Creole Nature Trail at Gros Savant Eco Tours and the blue wing till. It was just past season, but they were still flying everywhere. It was just amazing. You know, ducks, geese. My favorite thing is the snow geese in the winter. You'll go out to like Pintel Wildlife Drive and the fields are just white as far as you can see. And then all at once, you'll hear them talking to each other. All at once, they'll lift and move and all sat down. And it sounds like an aircraft carrier or something, the way they move and sink. And I think we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the mascot of the Creole Nature Trail, 
the alligators. I mean, I know a lot of people want to be able to see them and boy, there are not a ton of opportunities. Like I said earlier, my favorite being pintail. Absolutely. Alligators are definitely the number one draw. They're cold-blooded, so they like it when it's warmer. When it's cold, they actually have nests, so they make them out of mud and sticks, and that's where they raise their young. But when it's warmer, they're going to be laying on the side of the bank, sunning themselves. When they get a little hot, they'll get in the water. And if you see them laying on the side of the road and their mouth's open, they're panting like a dog. I did not know that. You really do learn something new every day. But we do want to make sure that people understand that they are not put here for you to play with. They are real-life alligators. They are wild creatures. Please do not feed them, ever. And I think that brings us to another great point about the Creole Nature Trail and just that there is a Leave No Trace program that going on the Creole Nature Trail, it is our responsibility to not feed the animals or the wildlife and to when you bring back everything that you take and only leave your footprints, especially along the beaches, both Holly Beach and Rutherford Beach, where you might get out, have a picnic, pick up shells, and just really enjoy your day there, that you pack it all up and bring it home with you. Absolutely. You know, the what your your containers and that kind of stuff do to the wildlife, especially your fish, your crabs, your birds, uh, it's, it's horrendous. It, it really is. And there's absolutely no reason for that to occur. Bring it with you. Take it home with you, just, just like you would anything else. When preparing for a trip down the CNT, what do you think are really the mandatory items? Uh, bug spray. I highly recommend it. You just, you never know, right? If the wind's blowing, the mosquitoes are not going to be bad. But if it's calm, they, they could be. But that, uh, making sure that your phone is charged up because you are going to want to take tons of pictures, I would highly encourage you to download the Creole Nature Trail app, which is free in your app store. It is available in six different languages, so even our international visitors, and it's audio video. So as you're going along, it'll autoplay content to you based on your GPS location. I think the other thing is, you know, pack, pack some water, pack a few snacks, that kind of stuff. Because it's, it's hard work being out in the sun and looking at birds and alligators and stuff. And walking along the trails, yeah. along the shoreline. Got to refresh yourself so you could keep going and not miss any of those spectacular moments. So you mentioned when uh, surf fishing earlier down on the beaches there. Many people don't know that we have beaches here in southwest Louisiana. And they are their own unique, special place that is a little bit different than the other beaches you might find along the Gulf of Mexico there. And I know shelling is a really popular piece of the puzzle when you're down on the Creole Nature Trail. What type of shells can you find? We actually have a shelling guide, and it's it's really nice because you can pick it up and look at the shell and look at the brochure and see the picture and know what it is. But some of the more common ones, obviously oysters, because we have oyster fishing, whelks, tiger's eyes, among many, many others. And we talked about the birds. That was one thing that is something that you kind of learn being around the Creole Nature Trail and those that take it in very often. The reverence for birds, the birding community loves the Creole Nature Trail and for good reason. From what I've kind of read, 400 different bird species at some point in the year call it home. Absolutely. So we have more than five, 400 bird species that travel to or through the Creole Nature Trail every year. So while we obviously have many, many species that live here year round, uh, common gallinule, purple gallinule, crested caracara, uh, kingfishers, egrets, glossy ibis, 
uh, roseate spoonbills. There are so many more that travel through during the migration season. So imagine these little tiny neotropical songbirds that are not as big as your hand fly all the way from South America across the Gulf of Mexico and they land in Cameron Parish. It's literally called a fallout. They're so tired. They're so exhausted. They fall out into the cheniers along Cameron Parish. One of the places that they fall out primarily is the Pivato Woods Sanctuary, and that's on the west side as well. It is. It's it's just uh, a little bit west of Holly Beach. Uh, it's a great place to go. If you are a birder, this is truly where you want to spend the majority of your time. Huge live oak trees. You're right by the beach. The birds and butterflies there during season are absolutely amazing. And of course, not only do you have the birds, but you have the background of these beautiful live oak trees and the beach being right there. So it's, to me, it's the complete package. You get to have all the experiences in one place. I know when I went down there and you start walking through the sanctuary, it's just a magical little spot. Like everything kind of stands still except for the animals and the wildlife that, that are in the area. So that's really, really great asset that we have there. So we're making our way down the Creole Nature Trail. We've gone across the west side and we arrive at the ferry. The infamous ferry, the Cameron Ferry right there on the ship channel. How much is it to get across? If you are traveling from west to east, it costs nothing. If you are traveling from east to west, it's a dollar per car. That's big money. I know. It's it's very <laughs> expensive and you get to have great conversations with the people taking your money because they're local. They know everything that's going on, so ask them. They sure do. So you get on the ferry, and if the time is right, you might be able to see some dolphins out in the channel. I've never not seen dolphins in the channel. The amazing thing is, yeah, obviously we have the huge ocean-going vessels. So what's really cool is if you see one of those coming in or going out and you see the dolphins playing, they literally roll in front of it because it's picking up all the fish and they feed. So dolphins are a family pod. You'll never see just one. You always see multiples together. So it's really amazing to see that. So definitely making it across the, the shipping channel so that you can see the dolphins there. You get to the other side, and now we're on the east side of the Creole Nature Trail. And what is the first stop that we should stop on there? The first place you're going to come to is, is the community of Cameron. And I should tell you all, there are no incorporated cities in Cameron. So uh, the community of Cameron is basically the home base of the parish. Uh, there you can look at the uh, courthouse. It's an Art Deco courthouse built by Works Project Administration funding way back when. Uh, has withstood multiple hurricanes. So very proud of, of uh, that courthouse. And it's really beautiful to look at in the oak trees with the marsh behind it. And the best part are the, the people there because... The fact that you have to deal with hurricanes means that you've got to kind of have the right attitude to deal with it every few years. And and they do. They love Cameron. They love the area. The most resilient people that you'll ever see. And so great to talk to. They have so many great stories. I just I love Cameron so much. Oh, absolutely. And that's it's definitely a different breed of people that live there. But they are genuine, down to earth, salt of the earth and just 
do what it takes to to make it. Most people down there still two to three meals a week will come from the marshes. It may be fish or shrimp or alligator or you know something like that. But that's that's really special. That's not something you find very often in today's world. So we've covered the west side, crossed the ferry, and we're continuing to head east. Where do we stop next? So if you leave Cameron, your first stop going out will be Rutherford Beach. It's a beautiful uh, natural beach, and it is much less inhabited than Holly Beach, neither of which are terribly inhabited, but much less. Uh, Going from there, you'll come to Oak Grove. At that point, you have the option to make. You can either continue going west and go to Rockefeller Wildlife Refuge, which is the premier alligator research facility in the world. They're the people that helped us get alligators off the endangered species list. Or what most people choose to do is follow that loop and go north through Creole, across the Conway Le Blue Memorial Bridge, and into Pintail Wildlife Drive, a three-mile driving loop. And it's, it's really like a microcosm of the entire universe there, what you're going to see. Uh, when you leave Pintail Wildlife Drive, I would absolutely stop at Chesson's Grocery. Chesson's kind of like Brown's is, is that neighborhood you're never going to feel like you're not part of the family there. So pick up some some boudin, have a have a burger, some soft-serve ice cream because maybe you're a little hot before you trek a little bit north. The Creole Nature Trail All-American Road in the Scenic Byway is something extremely special. And for anyone who loves the outdoors or just a good road trip or needs something to do on a weekend, this is something special. There's nothing like this. It may not be a national park or a state park, but it it's truly unique to Southwest Louisiana, to the South, to the Gulf of Mexico, and there's nowhere else like it in the world. And what it has to offer is just something that you've got to visit to really understand. I completely agree. Thank you so much for talking the Creole Nature Trail with us and, and being a guest on the podcast. Happy to do it. Good to see y'all. Thanks again to Ann for joining us here on the show. And thank you for taking the time out of your day to join us here on the podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please, please leave us a rating or a review. It will help us grow our audience and further share the unique stories that Southwest Louisiana has to offer. Go to visitlakecharles.org slash podcast to find more episodes, events happening this weekend, and all things going on here in Lake Charles and Southwest Louisiana. I'm Anna Strider. And I'm Brittany Reynard. Thanks again for coming to play at Louisiana's Playground. Say to you.